0: How you doing?
1: I'm all right, I haven't been out in the wilderness for a long time.
0: I I know, it's nice to get out of the city every once in a while and just enjoy nature.
1: Get away from all those humanoids and their diseases, getting everybody sick
0: yeah people have uh people have lost their ever loving minds so uh yeah
1: Uh, let me ask you now i was watching the news today and they said one of the problems is is that laboratories are experimenting on diseases and making like super diseases just in case they ever have to fight them and then those super diseases sometimes get out
0: Uh, who what what broadcast or website or whatever did you see this on i mean that's that is one of those conspiracy theories that you hear all the time i have never heard a substantiated claim about some disease escaping a lab and destroying the planet.
1: It was a commentator on CNN Mm -hmm. who said it. And they didn't say this as a matter of fact, they were asking a scientist, like, isn't this kind of like us trying to be so preventative of diseases getting out that we're Mm -hmm. like, sometimes we could be the cause of what's making everybody Accidentally releasing them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what did the scientists say? I don't remember, I was kind of high. <laughs> I just got caught on that part. and was like, oh, that's wild, son.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's one of those conspiracy theories that you hear often. I don't think there's any substantiated claims about something like that happening. Um, I mean, scientists who work at that level of uh, research, I mean, are incredibly careful. Um, And I don't even know that there's been like a a man-made like pathogen that's been able to survive like out in nature and naturally infect people. I mean, it is more difficult to do something like that than people think. think. People think that we are like hundreds of years beyond where we are, in scientific progress, to where we can just in the lab like cook up some pathogen, and like send it out into the world and wreak havoc. Like we're not quite there, <laughs> scientifically.
1: I don't even want to get into this that far because you, you're gonna you're gonna go too far with it. I'm
0: gonna.
1: So I use all these scientific words. <laughs> I like, said I'm gonna be focusing on tertiary again, and I'm gonna be all confused. So, What I want to talk about is this is why, this right here is why now I am back to preparing for my death.
0: (laughs) Death preparation. I mean, it's crazy. Like right now, like I mean, people are dying in droves from this virus. The virus is naturally mutating. It's something that viruses do. They mutate. So it's not like, again, someone's cooking something. Why are you looking at me like this is what happens with viruses all the time. They mutate it's like evolution they mutate so they can be more productive you know and so that's why we have to like get this virus under control because the more you allow it to just like move through communities and move through society it has more opportunity to mutate and become more virulent and that's what's happening in different parts of the world right now and so that's why we have to reduce the spread of the virus give it less opportunity to mutate
1: now doesn't it mutate doesn't, isn't it mutation, for the most part, less potent as it mutates, as it evolves? It
0: depends. I mean, it could mutate and become less potent, but it could mutate and become more virulent. Like some strains are more contagious than others. Some, it's looking like might make you sicker than others. Some have, uh, they're not as um, controlled now by the vaccines that we've developed or the monoclonal antibodies. So like we have to go back to the lab and manipulate those a bit so that they are more sensitive to these new strains. So it depends. Sometimes they mutate to the point where, yeah, they're not as strong, they're not as potent, but sometimes they can become even more. So you don't know what you're gonna get, but viruses mutate. This is what they do.
1: I sound smart, don't I? You (laughs) you You're
0: brilliant.
1: Yeah. This is what happens when we watch the news all day. No, but seriously, I'm getting ready for my death again. And and we went down memory lane,
0: and something has
1: resurfaced, because now it's here. Now we can actually do it.
0: So like over a year ago, we talked about like end of life choices. And there was a particular company I was following in my previous hometown of Seattle called Recompost. And basically it is a human composting end of life Process and so I think the the uh, cr- actual term for it is natural organic reduction. Right. And essentially, they take your body. They don't pump it with chemicals or do anything like that. They don't incinerate it, um, but they lay it on a bed of I don't know straw and wheat grass and wood chips or whatever, and they just slide yeah. you into a little pod. I and-
1: want to be I want to be slid on grass and, and wood chips. Don't slide me on that. You <laughs> have, have me on a net and just loosely put me on that i don't want those cut my butt cheeks up on that okay
0: (laughs) well they don't slide you onto the wood chips they they play they gently place your body onto these wood chips okay and they put Mm -hmm. you in your little pod your little cocoon Mm -hmm. and they fill it with like some warm air and microbes and then they just let you naturally decompose the way your body would do if it were put in the ground ashes to ashes dust to dust you go basically you turn back into soil um it just happens a little bit more quickly because they you know make sure it's the right temperature and they have the right microbes in there so it'll happen quickly so within like 30 days you (laughs) you completely break down into soil you're like compost
1: see this now this is this is what the good white folks of america this, this is what they're good at white people are good at killing you this is this is their specialty they kill you slow. They kill you nicely. If you're already dead, they're still gonna kill you slow. But they're now doing it in humane ways, and I can get I can get behind them on this. They have finally figured out what works for them. They don't the ones to kill everybody, <laughs> white folks, and I'm okay, signing up well, to this one. They they hey, they got my full support on this. Kill me is all I'm telling well, them. Well, once I'm already dead. I'm well, already once I'm already dead.
0: Once I'm already dead. This is definitely my preferred way. To me, it's the one of the greenest ways to go. Um, you're not taking up space in a cemetery. Uh, you know, you're not being pumped full of chemicals and then being put into this like vault in the ground. Um, the, (laughs) the carbon footprint for, um, incinerating somebody, if you want to be cremated is quite high. It actually is a lot of energy and CO2 that you're emitting when you are, um, uh, when you, ha- if you choose to be uh, incinerated, or if you choose to be, um, what's the word? Um,
1: today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me for the word. Edit. I am nothing. This brain has nothing oh, floating God. through it. I was just listening to you with the uh huh. Oh, mm-hmm. That's right. You said oh, it, girl. God. You ain't playing. Tell them like it is. You were saying all of it. Look at me for the word. Nah. And I ain't here. <laughs> I'm here for the support. I'm vocabulary support. <laughs> oh, That's about God. it.
0: <laughs> oh God, I'm rambling so much. You're gonna have to edit all of this out. Um, if you if you choose cremation, um, it has cremation. like a yeah, it, it has a, a high carbon footprint as well. So <laughs> I like this because it's quick, it's natural, and then when you turn,
1: I'm the one drinking. How are you forgetting words? I'm the one drinking. Right. I was always be <laughs> the, <laughs> the one all over the place. <laughs>
0: Cause i'm talking too much about too many different things that's why i've been reading too much there's too much going on in my brain so yes yeah so anyway but this is my preferred method recompose, also called natural organic reduction i think right now it is only actually legal in washington state this company actually did quite a bit of legislative um dancing to make this uh to make this legal in the state of Washington, hopefully over time it'll be legal in other states. But you can have your body sent to Washington, and they can still um, perform the, this process with your body. And so, is this soil, expensive? It's about five thousand dollars, which um, is about half the price of a normal funeral. Most funerals are like nine, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> that's average price for a funeral is nine,
1: ten thousand dollars. Even for people you don't like.
0: I mean, that's the. Well, if you wanna go the traditional route, I guess, of having somebody embalmed and put into a
1: I don't in want to be a
0: casket. Um, but I guess if you just want a non embalmed body put into a pine box and put in a hole someplace in some community cemetery or public cemetery, or I don't know, I guess that can bring the cost down to maybe about two thousand dollars. Most people don't go that route, so two um, thousand.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: And so, cremation, I think, is somewhere on the order of a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars. So, it's not the cheapest method, but to me, like, five thousand in the scheme of what funerals cost is actually reasonable. And one thing about death that freaks me out is just having my body like in this vault six feet underground. I mean, I know that your consciousness is gone, but I don't know, something about that freaks me out. The process of dying doesn't Is freak it? me out, but to have my body locked in a vault underground.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Freaks me out.
1: Is your consciousness going, Yanni?
0: I mean, so they say, it might not be, and that's why that process <laughs> freaks me out.
1: That's right, turn me to a tree. I'm all about the mulch, all right?
0: Me too. So, And they will take the soil that comes from this process, and they will either um, send it to a nature reserve, so it'll be put amongst the trees, or you can, your family can retrieve it, and you can use it to, I don't know, plant something at home or whatever. But um, from what they said, most people just opt to have it sent to a nature reserve.
1: And somebody gonna mess up. I don't want my family retrieving. Y'all can get a vial of dirt of me. Right. Uh, this is one little vial, but the rest goes to the nature resort. Because people gonna be like, nah, I gotta keep Jason. I'm gonna be sitting there like, nigga, I'm trying to become a tree. How right. you stuck doing? In a box. Yeah, stuck I'm stuck in a, box a
0: little, I'm
1: stuck, stuck in a little crack vibe, man. Somebody <laughs> gonna be weird and sprinkle on their herb, be like, "Yo, my nigga with me forever." Oh and then my smoke god. It. Nah, I don't want any of that. Nah, put me in the, put me in the. Uh, what the what white people doing? Let, let, let them have it. Let nature them have reserve. It. The nature go, reserve. Go to the
0: nature reserve. So yeah, yeah, white so folks got together. Recompost is open for business. I'm about to hit them up next week and see like, what's the process of reserving my pod?
1: Let's do that. I like that. I'm, I'm with you. I'm 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 100. As long as it's not too much a month, because while I mean, I'm alive, a brother on the living website, on a the budget.
0: They said as little as twenty five dollars a month. So I think
1: now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay, now we're talking.
0: You could put in a small deposit, and um, because
1: honestly, with me, when I'm dead, I mean, you could just take my body and throw it in the ocean. I wouldn't say nothing. I wouldn't say nothing, <laughs> I wouldn't tell on you, I wouldn't be mad at you. Just take big ass Jason, like pick that heavy ass dude up and <laughs> dump me in the ocean. And me and Osama Bin Laden are gonna be like, oh, Asalaamu Alaikum my brother, oh, how God. you doing? Good to see you, I didn't <laughs> think anybody would come out here anymore. you <laughs> had a <war> burial. Tell <laughs> <No, laughs> oh, Barack Obama, Lord. I said kiss my black ass. Kiss my, <laughs> kiss my Middle Eastern ass, kiss it. it! Couldn't even give me a, okay, let me stop this one. Sorry, oh Bilani. my
0: gosh, need my cheese stick. <laughs> Kiss oh,
1: my middle-eastern ass. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. You know he's saving that for Obama right now. Oh, oh yeah. that that black bastard threw me in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, we were talking before about, like, when you're in the ground, like, are you conscious or are you not conscious? I, I believe you're not conscious. Like, you're, there's no brain activity. Hopefully, it doesn't, like, start back up that <laughs> you're down there in the ground, but there's no brain activity.
1: Dead is dead. All right, look, let's just leave it. Dead is dead. Yeah. I don't think your consciousness works in the same way it works when you're here. Uh-huh. Okay. This is a physical embodiment of who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is all based on your physical. Once your physical is no longer existing, your conscious—that's the pretty much the definition of death. You know, your consciousness doesn't exist anymore. You know, um, there's no brain activity, there's no breathing, there's no heartbeat. You're dead. <laughs> that, was, that was quite morbid. <laughs> so-
0: i agree your your physical consciousness the physical aspects of your body of or your existence the physical aspects of your existence no longer exist you're dead but i'm curious like is there is there anything about you that's non-physical that still exists now and and the religious people will be like oh yeah of course your soul blah 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 but uh let's talk about this just from a (laughs) philosophical scientific perspective Okay. Do you think that after your physical body goes that there is any consciousness that remains of like who you are?
1: What do you think? Uh, any consciousness like um
0: Is there anything is there any essence of, of your soul? Is I would like to yeah.
1: I would like to believe.
0: Uh-huh
1: that there's something beyond you. I don't think that you are the end all be all of what you are.
0: You now, don't think your physical body is like the beginning and the end of who you are?
1: No. Okay. No. I think I think you are a conscious stream that is constantly going. Or an unconscious stream. S- I see her science. <laughs> her science face is looking at me like this. <laughs> <laughs> this never ending story ass, no. job Turkey. No, I don't no, I think you. I don't an, think it's, it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Go
1: ahead. I don't know what it is though. Do I think that is a magical place where all oh, my ancestors are waiting for me to be like, come child, dance with us in the circle of eternity? Uh huh. No, 'cause that sounds boring as hell. I don't. No, wanna that would do that be either. awesome
0: i would love to see that see like your grandparents I'll, and your great oh no grandparents, i would love to see my Harriet grandmother Tubman and yeah, I would, marcus garvey yeah. malcolm x
1: yeah i just don't know if i want to spend eternity with all those people
0: i mean you don't have to just spend your time in a room with those people but i'd love to be able to like sit around and talk to them and stuff
1: are but you there's sure other you people
0: have to, there huh? are you
1: sure you don't have to spend eternity with them are you sure i
0: mean there's like there are millions of people who have lived on this planet and if they exist in an afterlife, I feel like, why would you be stuck in a room with just a handful of them? I would imagine that you can talk to I don't ones. want
1: my afterlife being a whole history lesson.
0: It doesn't have to be a lesson. You, you can know choose. what I'm saying? You could choose who you want to talk to. Like, like just I like I would have... choose relationships now.
1: I I wouldn't mind seeing them all, especially my grandmother. I could mm-hmm. spend 100 years with her. But it would still be that point and be like, all right, Grandma.
0: i catch you later.
1: This this has been real. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Like, really real. And then I want to go off and do my own thing. I think that's it. I think the adventure just kind of continues in a whole other form. Or maybe you just come back to another stank-ass human being. Maybe that's why I'm so bitter right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I mean, part of me thinks it's possible that all we are is, you know, our physical form from the time that sperm meets egg, we start to exist in some way. And then when we die, that's it. We just you think we're dead anymore. You think that's it? I, well, I don't. Th- I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I as a scientist, I don't like to conclusively say I believe that this is what it is when I don't have any sort of evidence for it. So I don't know. I don't. I wonder if there is there a before life? Was I did I exist in some way before I was like formed into a human? Before sperm met egg, was there some consciousness of me?
1: No, honestly, I think we're a conscious form of energy. Okay. And if you look at the sperm and the egg, and this is me being that serious, if you oh. look at the, if you look at the sperm and the egg, all right, the guy shoots the sperm into the egg, right? The egg races a bunch of other little sperms. They're not conscious. They're just fucking swimming. They're doing what they're naturally supposed to do. And one one or two of them gets into the egg, depending if you have twins or not, gets into the egg. You're born. You have a conscious and everything, but you are a conscious form of energy now. That's what makes you who you are. It makes animals who they are. They're conscious forms of energy. And then once they go, though, you know what I mean? Like, it's, well, your energy, the energy is still going, so you do exist in some sort of way. But are you conscious of what you are? No, you're just the energy, your 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 life.
0: So so then okay. So after you die, does you're that dead. energy <laughs> Does that energy just dissipate back out into the universe? Like I mean, obviously yes, there is energy that's like I mean, that's how our senses are firing, that's how we're moving about, that's why we need to eat, to create energy to keep our bodies going and our minds thinking. Huh? But after all that is done, does that energy just dissipate back out into the universe?
1: Yeah, it's like, look, I always all that art imitates life, right? hmm And death does the same thing. And I think that it's, just, it's, it's, it's recyclable. Even if you come back as another person, as some people believe you do, you're not gonna be you. <laughs> You'll be that energy that manifested itself into another creation. You know what I mean? It's just what energy does, it just keeps recycling. You become a part of this whole big thing which is but, kind of a paradise in itself
0: but does my like does my energy in some way and maybe it's not even energy maybe it's some other force that we can't even detect right now um, but does my essence is there something about me that stays intact and whether or not it goes into another person or goes into some hereafter do you think this stays intact or does this just like I said dissipate
1: no, I just get. I, I don't know. It just, it just, it just, it's just energy. It goes everywhere. It depends on how it's used. Things suck it up and use it, and it just becomes the energy, and it's the whole life force just going back and forth. But you, you are the thing is, yes, your energy is a ghost. Your energy is recycled. You know what I mean? What happens to your spirit? I think is what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: yeah, the it's question like the is,
0: essence
1: of who you are. Yeah. Oh well, it's who you are. You, or is it a spirit beyond you? That's the question. I think I don't who you know. are is you. Your energy mm-hmm. is all you are. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I think your energy is beyond even your concept of it. The difference between us and this dumbass dog that just jumped on me <laughs> is that we're rational enough that we can actually think and contemplate this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just happy to be here. Once uh-huh. he dies, his energy is just going to move on. Because his right. whole purpose of being here was just being. We can't do that because we gotta think and intellectualize everything. You know what I mean? But, we are, in actuality, doing the same exact thing that he's doing. We're just being.
0: Just living, right.
1: We're just living. We come Mm -hmm. up with concepts and things we gotta do so we're not bored and going crazy. So we all have jobs and some of y'all have kids and some of us have music. Like, we all have these different things that make us, you know, whole. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, once you wane, and you feel, that's why when people retire, what do you do when you retire? Shit, nothing. You're done. You're chilling, you know what I mean? Just enjoying mm-hmm. being. And then once you're done being, your energy moves on to a part of the globe. But see, people see that as depressing, and they get scared of that, so we can make up heaven and hell. But the thing is, is that, that is actually, from my experience, and when I've lost people, and I've had you know, spiritual moments with them, that's been the most powerful to me. Is when they become part of everything, and when you feel that, when you have that experience, you won't always have that experience. But when you're really close to somebody and you feel it and you have that experience, you know it's not really a bad thing to be a part of this whole thing, even unconsciously. <laughs> get the life nerd. Did I, did, I, did I get too deep or did I get too weird? No. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, no. I'm just. Uh, I'm just uh, absorbing. Uh, no, no. I'm feel
0: what you're saying i'm just kind of thinking about what you're saying I'm, I'm absorbing what you're saying i don't i'm one of these people where yeah if after this life we just kind of go back into the universe like the essence of who we are the energy of who we are and just kind of disperses back into the universe i'm okay with that i mean it just it is what it is i, I don't place value on that in any way like it's bad or it's good it just Mm -hmm. is what it is and i accept it um that's why i believe in making the most of life on this planet as is you know and i want i want the life for my children and my children's children my nieces and nephews you know the next generation coming after us i want it to be good i want to you know do what i can to make their lives better but um i I don't do that necessarily for something on the other side of this life because i don't know if there is something on the other side of this life. Um, yeah, And if there's not, I'm okay with that. If there is, great, I hope I get to in some way engage with some of the people who went before me. Um, I don't know that they're still out there guiding us or talking to us or any of those things. I, I just don't have any evidence of that. So I remain agnostic on whether or not that is or is not.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. I don't claim to have the answer. This is just like my thought and my feelings. Fil- sure. I don't even say my thought, I just say my feelings of it. I think that we have a natural connection to spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. We always search for it. I think the fear of not existing makes us turn spiri- spirituality into ghost. Because the mm-hmm. ghost allows you to still exist, even once you're dead, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A ghost is like, oh, he's still here somehow. And I think with spirituality, you're just kind of floating. You know what I mean? You just you are carried away. You just you're out there. You know what I mean? You but free you're not you. back
0: into the universe. Yeah.
1: You're not you. You know now? Can your form back into you? I don't know, man. I ain't right. trying to. I ain't. I ain't trying to trick nobody with it. I'm just saying, as a spirit, you just you're back out there. You're part of it all. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like when I felt that from somebody who passed, it was one of, it was a sad moment of letting go, but it was one of the best feelings I actually had to about the whole situation.
0: Letting them go back out into the universe?
1: Just just letting, like they were just, it was letting them be. It was like they're mm-hmm. passing. And I got to feel that and was like, I get it. For that one moment, and I probably lost it because I'm an ignorant <laughs> but for that one moment, <laughs> I got it. And I was like, ah, uh-huh. that's, that's it. That's it and that's all. And that's what it's supposed to be. And I understood it. And it was a beautiful thing within that. And it had nothing to do with paradise. It had nothing to do with hell. Um it, would just, it just
0: was. I can dig it.
1: You know? So that's why I want somebody to stick a flower in my ass when I die and turn <laughs> me in the mulch. So I can <laughs> I go back to just being that. You know? I feel like when I write music, that is what I'm trying to connect with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever that was, that's what I try to connect with as a musician.
0: You mean that? That connection to the universe, that going, that return to the universe.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. That's all I'm trying to connect with. I hear it when I play piano. I hear it when I play guitar. You know what I mean? And even when you write lyrics, you hear it. You feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's yeah. It's just that. I can dig it. So can Snoop. <laughs> but but kill. It. <laughs> He about to be connected <laughs> with the rest of the universe right now, man. You <laughs> on my damn nerves.
0: He concurs. He's just trying to get a this conversation. Of the folks Clearly,
1: tired and weary oh, no.
0: and have laid
1: their bodies down. You
0: yeah, yeah. on oh, yeah. I go to the place where danger awaits me. Oh, no. And it's by depressing yet enlightening journey (laughs) about the end of life and life after death and what is or is not or maybe
1: what happens Uh, happens?
0: i mean i don't know i'm okay with not knowing um i don't i don't really believe in hell because i very much think that hell is created by a very manipulative person to force people to believe what they wanted them to believe um i had a conversation with a friend once about what heaven is and talking about heaven just in terms of what we actually just discussed about like just being free to return back to the universe essentially you know your energy is just like free and you know that's heaven and i've had to try to explain that to my eight-year-old just in recent years with like people passing away and trying to explain well where do they go what happens and um that's kind of how i explain it i'm like you know you go to sleep and then your energy just like goes back out into the universe
1: Yeah. nah I mean that or I mean you know what, what if you keep reincarnating into yourself in different dimensions until your story is finally over
0: I need to write that down
1: you know what I mean? So you can, <laughs> taking you notes. To, right yeah, no, take you notes. Know, you know, know, I'm on my
0: science fiction journey. Oh, yeah, right no, now, I got you. So I'm like, now,
1: this is I'm, another one I've thought about a lot. Like, so everybody who dies early and is killed, like, they come back. They're not, like, they come back in another dimension, another version of themselves, and they keep living their life until they finally reach that end point that they're supposed to, uh, you know, end on. And then they can access something out, of. live a complete good life, you know? But how do you know? Who
0: determines what that end is supposed to be or what that lesson was supposed to be? You do. So you determine, okay.
1: Yeah, it's your story. You know?
0: So you get to decide whether or not you're going to come back and do it again or do it some more.
1: When I was a teenager, I um, ate a couple of tabs. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I drove from Philadelphia to Virginia. I don't
0: know what you were thinking either. Oh my
1: tripping, mm-hmm. mind zonked out of this world. And I woke up on the side of the road. Uh huh. Driving towards a bridge. Woke up, swerved back onto the road, and drove back home. Crazy. <laughs> I've always thought, what if I did die at that point? But then I picked up back on a journey in another dimension. So that Jason in that dimension died, and then I picked back up on this other on this other dimension. Was like, let me continue this story. And here I am. You know. Okay. So that's I've I've thought about this since then.
0: Mhm.
1: What if this is just another chapter of the story that I'm supposed to live?
0: In another dimension.
1: Another dimension.
0: It's all about. What if every every? That's interesting. What if every? Yeah, every near-death experience is actually a death. It's actually a death. But you can pick up in another dimension.
1: You ever talk, about, you ever talk to somebody or hear from somebody who almost drowned and they're like, all I saw was white? The next thing you know, it was boom, I was here again. You know what I mean? Like, every near-death experience, nobody remembers what happened. They just know that they're still here.
0: Well, that's because your brain was losing oxygen.
1: Well... <laughs> Don't ruin my don't ruin my story. <laughs> See I mean, what happens when you talk to scientists. Technically, your brain was is your, your brain was losing the oxygen, <laughs> so you couldn't really understand what was going on.
0: There actually is a physiological explanation for why that. <laughs> happened <laughs> but it's but, an interesting concept. I mean, none of us knows for sure. You know, there's things about the universe that we just don't know. There's a lot that we do understand, but there's a, quite a bit we don't, but I, I know I've come to a point in my life where I don't try to like rationalize or explain things. I don't understand by like assigning some sort of like religious or spiritual explanation to it. Um, yeah. cause I think that's dangerous. I mean, like a couple hundred years ago, that's what people thought, you know, when people got sick, when they got viral and bacterial infections, they mm-hmm. assigned some sort of like spiritual or religious reason as to why this was happening. What if we just stopped trying to figure things out at that point? What if every time someone got sick you thought it was cause someone put a curse on them or because God was like, you know, sending down his wrath on this community? What if we never stopped to be like, yo, let's see if there's maybe i don't know a pathogen that's causing this we would have never progressed past where we were in the you know the dark ages so that's true that's why i try you know if there's things about existence that i don't understand just put a bookmark in it and i'm like i don't understand that right now and i'm okay with that like here are some possible theories but let's continue to explore
1: yeah um yeah let's continue to explore
0: (laughs) let's continue to explore and let's continue to talk about it at the table and offend people in the process
1: (laughs) that's my favorite part about it (laughs)
0: because some people think they have it all figured out so
1: (laughs) you know some 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 bible thumpers and some islamic you know whatever looking at us right now like these fools
0: Y'all going don't to hell. This is, <laughs> <they> just, <laughs> exactly why y'all are going they, to
1: hell. If they just read the good book, <laughs> they would understand why they're here. To serve their Lord and Savior. To serve. Christianity is all filled with racism. To serve. To, to serve. serve your master. That's what it's all about. To serve your master.
0: Yeah.
1: You don't want to serve your master no more? You going to hell, boy.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> a, a lot. Of <laughs> it's a completely different topic, but... When you say that, and I've read a lot about, you know, Uh people saying certain things like that, you know, um, it it sounds like the exact definition of an abusive relationship, like you serve, you submit, or you burn in hell. And if you don't serve and submit, then God will continue to break you down until you realize that you have to submit. I'm like, gosh, if that was your significant other, there would be an intervention to get you out of that situation. It's odd that people have embraced it. Like it's no coincidence
1: that Stockholm God is a he. Syndrome. Stockholm yes.
0: Syndrome with their religion right now. So,
1: mm-hmm. it's no more coincidence power to that God is a he. Yeah. Just like that, no good white man. Oh, serve your massa, <laughs> boy. You talk to your lord today. Better serve your massa. He done done good for you. Appreciate those scraps now. He done good for y'all. Let me stop messing with guy. Guy, you know I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> White guys, I'm joking. Nobody serves you. <laughs> Until next time, guys. <laughs>